listening to the SLCC podcast series What's on the Agenda. Each episode brings you content created especially for clerks. The shows include question and answer sessions with sector experts, special guests and much more. Learn more about our podcasts by visiting us at slcc.co.uk slash podcasts. I'm Shelley Parker at SLCC, and we are very lucky to be interviewing at Shivani Menon, who's a researcher at UK Onward, and she's been working on the Leveling Up programme. Um, thank you for joining us, Shivani. Can you tell us a little bit about you and UK Onward as well? Thank you for having me here, Shelley. Um, hello, everybody. I am Shivani. I work as a researcher across Onward's Leveling Up and Social Fabric programs. The Leveling Up program looks at the country's regional inequalities, both social and economic. And our Social Fabric program maps community strength, looking at things like how often people volunteer in their local communities, how often might you go to your to the local pub with a mate. We've got three other research programs as well. We've got a science and tech program, an energy and climate program, and a future of politics program. Our leveling up work specifically, we've done a lot of work on skills. We've done a lot of work on housing. Most recently, we published a report looking at the state of coastal communities across the country. So that is Onward's mission. We are a center-right think tank, but our work is quite cross-cutting in that we have appeal across the political spectrum. And that particular piece of work you referred to on leveling up, I know you've had a big involvement in that. Can you tell me sort of work that you've been doing and the sort of research findings that you had? Of course. Um, the report is called Leveling Up Locally. It was published earlier this year in February, I believe. It is a report that comes up with a playbook of interventions, a relatively low-cost, fast-action policies that can be implemented by local leaders with the amount of resources already available at the local level, which is um, a very important point now given the trying financial times for local government. Some of the research findings are have to do with tackling crime, have to do with protecting our community assets like our sports clubs and um, our high streets and town centers. It has to do with growing a strong local private economy and providing community-based support to the most disadvantaged. And what about those interventions? What have you suggested? Ooh, for each one of those things I mentioned, we've got a range of different policies, but I'll summarize them here. For um, tackling low-level crime and antisocial behavior, we propose things like using hotspots policing, as well as after-school clubs, mentoring opportunities, and sports clubs for young people. For your high streets and town centers, we've looked at the role that parish councils and town councils can play. We've looked at the prospects of business improvement districts, community improvement districts. We've looked at what community asset transfers might look like. We've proposed um, developing a hyper-local industrial strategy to attract a strong private sector. We have also looked at the role that charities and third sector organizations can play in making sure that demographic groups that might otherwise slip through the cracks are not ignored. Uh, the interventions, can you tell me a bit about what you'd suggest for um, low-level antisocial behavior? How can that be tackled? 
Low-level antisocial behavior. So the truth is about 5% of neighborhoods in the UK are responsible for over 50% of all crimes. Um, and what hotspots policing effectively does is that it targets um, policing resources at these high crime clusters. And the effect this has is very strong. In that is a hotspot area that a you're talking spot. about. Yeah. Sometimes a hotspot might even be a train station. It might be a bus stop. And we find that that's quite frequent. Um on specifically on public transport, antisocial behavior is a real problem. And there are versions of this being adopted across the country. So in the West Midlands transport network, we see that they use guardian angels and stylized, stylized images of eyes to deter crime. In um, Sunderland, you see grocery stores use cardboard cutouts of policemen. And this often has a very high uh, success rate in deterring crime, higher than even CCTV cameras by 16%. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's quite something. The mapping of that digitally is very important, isn't it? Very much so. Um, as you know, town, parish, community councils are right at the heart of their communities, and many of these areas suffer things in just the same way as the larger urban areas, like antisocial behaviour, and there are pockets of deprivation, and we have t declining town centres in some of our market towns even. Can those interventions that are being applied in urban areas where you'd expect things to be slightly different, can they be translated um, to those hyper-local level villages, for example, where they have some, some level of deprivation and crime? Definitely. And a lot of our recommendations look specifically at what um, parish, town and community councils can do. In fact, we looked at the case of a community asset transfer in Lancashire, where a group of just 2,000 people from a village managed to acquire an entire pub. They're called the Trodden Arms alongside a village shop, a community center, and the library at below market value because of something the council made happen by listing the pub as an asset of community value. It's fantastic work, and there's definitely a lot that um, hyperlocal councils can be learning from that. And, and you talk a lot in your presentations about data collection and the importance of providing evidence. Can we reiterate that to our own sector too? I cannot emphasize that enough. Absolutely. Having the right data really gives councils the power to present their case that this is something that works and this is something we should be doing. It also allows them to replicate things that have been done elsewhere to their own patch, which is a great thing to be doing. At the end of our Leveling Up Locally report, we've actually come up with a data toolkit for local leaders with a guide to replicate the exact analysis we've used in our report to their own patch, providing all the tools, all the things necessary. So um, that is something that local leaders can lean on. I guess that's um, because obviously some of these parish councils are quite small and their resources are limited. And sometimes of it's course. just one clerk working in a, in, a, in a parish council in a small village. I guess you have to work with other agencies like the police, like the local authority, the principal authority, to make sure that you can get that evidence together because it's going to be quite difficult for that one person that's working in the village. Absolutely. You see that happening with crime and community safety partnerships that are a coalition of grocery stores and housing associations and local government. And data collection is a real challenge because you have to collect it across the different bodies. But there's also a lot of knowledge expertise that happens as a result of that and sharing of the best practices. So definitely Definitely worth partnering. And, and how old should that data be? How, how current does it need to be? Is it over the course of, say, five years or six months? What, what, what should we be aiming for? I guess that depends on what you're trying to say with it. Um, if the case is that this is, say, for example, crime, this antisocial behavior particularly, and public order offenses have 
seen a major uptick since 2015. So that's when you would need data over a period of time to go, this is a problem we have been suffering for X number of years. However, if it's something that doesn't require longitudinal data over time, it's something that you can just use the most recently available data for. Sometimes that is 2023, sometimes that's 2021. (laughs) And to finish up on, uh, what would your advice be to parish councils wanting to level up their areas using the interventions that you have covered today? Oh, my! I guess my big piece of advice is a strong word, would be that there's a lot you can do um, with existing levels of funding as well. It, funding is a real challenge, and that's something that requires levers that are very often that sit at Whitehall. But um, things to do with engaging with your communities to identify where some pockets of deprivation might be. This might happen through some community events. It might happen through outreach is a very, very effective tool. And I guess that would be my one big thing, that there is a lot we can do with resources available locally. And that's where we should start, because that will then act as a a further lever to attract and greater funding. This is all really inspirational, Shivani. Thank you very much for your knowledge today. Thank Thank you for having me. 